guys, Tamar Turner here. I want to welcome everybody back to yet again another episode of the Down to Business podcast. Hope everybody is just throughout all of this, just continuing to stay safe, continuing to stay sane, continuing to stay blessed, still just making the, the best out of the situation. I know we talked about a lot of people who have come on. Some have been positively impacted by the pandemic. Some have been negatively impacted by the pandemic. But nonetheless, the show must go on. So in that, I'm, I'm sitting down with a great friend of mine, Janae. Um, we actually got acquainted at ECU. And when I tell y'all that, Janae is really the definition of kind of just no limits, don't settle. And, and when I say that, I really just mean she really just, just her attitude, just her her grind, her work ethic, just just all of that. When it really comes together, she really can do the unthinkable. I've, I've watched it, I've witnessed it. And even to this day, just a lot of the stuff that she still continues to involve herself. And she doesn't really settle. She doesn't become complacent. She's always working hard. She's always exploring a new venture, even does some things on her own, even actually has her own podcast, which I will encourage everybody to check out towards the end of this interview. But Janae, how you doing today? I am good. How are you? I'm great, man. Like I said, God is good. And, and, and through on. the midst of all of this, we're still making it happen. Still. Come on. Just, exactly. Still just pushing it through. So you definitely just motivate me with, with everything that you do, especially when it comes to the word and just things that you post on a daily, mm-hmm. just the gems, just stuff that we need all the time, just the motivation. So I'm really excited to be sitting down with you today. But for everybody out there who may know you, may not know you, can you just mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about what actually we're going to be talking about today? Yeah. So first and foremost, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me an opportunity in your space and to share and to just be, but to give a little, it's so like when people are like, Hey, can you, can you tell us about you? Like these questions are always like, um, because I, I feel like sometimes we put ourselves in boxes and we identify by a function when really we are so much more than the boxes and the functions that we allow ourselves to be placed inside of. So on the outside looking in, I call myself like a visual communicator. So I do ministry, I do design, I do poetry, I do branding. And so first and foremost, I am, my goal is to help people discover the power behind their voice, own their stories and make it look good. And I do this through podcasts, through books, through events, through poetry events through my business creative roots which helps build sustainable brands visually strategically and so it's this idea of helping people take an idea or a concept and bring it to full production and helping them one if we start with the identity start with the person start with who you are then we can build upon that and so I am in a place where I am on a journey myself And the whole point with just my journey is sacrificing my scars for public display. So those who are watching or following don't feel like they're alone. So I know that was a lot, but that's kind of a quick rundown. A lot for sure, but we're definitely going to make sure we tackle each and every bit. I I really do. And just for everybody out there, if you just weren't impressed by the first answer, just stick around. We got a lot more coming for you. And I'm I'm sure Janae will really just blow you away. So when it comes, something that I thought about directly as soon as I heard you kind of answer that was your, when it came to like your your branding, your designing, I know that um, a lot at ECU, you were heavily focused on graphic design. You did a lot of good work with different organizations, different administrators, even just yourself. So creative roots specifically, um, can you just kind of give us just a breakdown of that? how your involvement came with with graphic design and wanted to help people kind of build their brand rebrand? Yeah. So I got started on MySpace back when we weren't supposed to have MySpaces and just fell in love with the, the, the front end of design, like how things looked, but taught myself how to code because MySpace was a lot of coding. And from there, I discovered that my high school had a three year design program 
basketball ended, I was kind of like growing up, I wanted to be so many things. And maybe that speaks to even just how I live life and how just discovering God and giving, like literally telling God, I'm going to give you a year to show me who you are. And he has blown my mind. It's been three years since I did that initial like cry out, but it's this reality that who we are is, is within us, but we have to peel back the layers that that don't speak to the truth of who we are. Like our realities, our upbringings, our experiences paint paint this truth or this reality. But just because we experienced it doesn't mean it is true. And once we discover God, we discover our truth because in relationship in seeing God for who he is, he then shows us who he has called us to be. And so I, on this journey to get to where I am today, I I stopped playing basketball, wanted to be creative director for ESPN. You could not tell me I wasn't going to do it. And it was my senior year where I basically was like, okay, God, like if you're real, I need you to just show me, show me something. Um, And we're talking senior year sitting in class first semester and I'm looking at my class and I'm just like, hey guys, I don't think I want to be a graphic designer anymore. And it's like, what do you mean? You just spent almost the last four years designing. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean you don't want to be a designer anymore? But it was really this this come to Jesus moment where my identity was focused, like I identified as a designer instead of identifying as a child of God. So when I felt discomfort because I knew there was more to me than design, it was almost like I had to divorce this idea of self in order to free fall into God. And so I went on this journey with the Lord and I call it my my wilderness season where he stripped me of everything, sent me to a foreign land around people I didn't know and and took me off of social media for some time. And cool story is after graduating from ECU, I did work for my university for four months. And there's a story within that, what's done in the dark comes to the light. And going from a student to a student in politics to staff is a whole nother story for a whole nother day. But it was rough, especially when you don't want to identify by the main thing that you have built your identity in. I took the leap of faith. I resigned, moved back home, applied to the internship with Elevation Church. But during that transition, I launched my LOC under my name as just a, just designs and went through the elevation process, came back home. And that's where God gave me the ministry that is called Naked and Exposed, which houses like the poetry and, and the books and all of that fun stuff with helping people understand their identity and who they are in Christ. But then just going through that journey, I, I was okay, God, like I got a prophetic word from my now pastors and they said, you'll be established by August 25th of 2018. August came and Eight in the Bible symbolizes new beginnings. And I was like, all right, like you said, I'll be established. Let me apply to a job. First job I saw, I applied. I got two follow-up interviews. They called me a week later, three days before the 25th, where my pastor said I would be established. And they were just like, hey, we love you. You're perfect. But we went with somebody more experienced. Would you like, would you be interested in temp? And I said, no, I would not. But thank you for the consideration. And so September came and my church does an annual fast. And I was just like, all right, God, either I'm going to move full speed ahead with my business or you're calling me again into a season where I need to follow because in order to lead, you have to be able to follow first. And so I wrote it in my prayer journal. Literally, they the words that I would be, the prophetic words that I would be established by August 25th, the fast ended. September 25th. I was um, September 24th, excuse me, like it ended that night at 6 p.m. And I was on the way to this restaurant that has vegan cupcakes because I'm vegan. And 
vegan and gluten-free cupcakes. And I remember getting to the light before getting on the interstate and, and God was like, they're closed. I said, no, they're not. Cause it's a Monday. They're closed on Mondays. I looked it up. They were closed. And God was like, delay is not denial. And I was like, oh, okay. Delay is not denial. Thank you, God. This is the story of my life. And so then I went to the, the restaurant the next day and I'm sitting there eating my cupcake and I get a phone call from the job that told me they went with somebody more experienced and said, hey, we've been working on getting another full-time graphic design position. Would you be interested? I didn't need to pray about that because I had been, I prayed about it. And I was like, yes, they sent me the offer, started me off really well. And I was there for six months. And when I wrote it in the the group, I testified and there was one lady out of all the comments, she said, I celebrate with you. Don't get comfortable. You won't be there long. Remember why you're there. And I'm like, well, geez, thanks God um, for this heads up. And I was there for six months, long enough for me to get what God needed me to get. And from there, I was like, they let me go six months later. I gave them a word uh, about how they needed to diversify their inside of culture. And I realized like, oh, this is what I want to do. I want to debunk stereotypes within the African-American diaspora by teaching the importance of identity as a whole so that we can go into pre-existing cultures, bringing diversity and inclusivity into these pre-existing cultures through design and technology. And then this is April of 2019. October 8th, which I started my job October 8th of 2019. I mean, 2018, October 8th of 2019, after the fast ended again the following year, I launched my business and I have not looked back since. I love every single bit of it. I almost began to really take notes here just to accurately ensure that I was getting everything right, but hearing it, but really just, it just goes to show you the the process, the journey, something that's yeah. really just been coming over me a lot lately and some a message that I've really been trying to spread to friends, family, whoever, just even sometimes strangers or just people who I may just know strictly through social media or just just whatever. But it's just like, look, you and even something that one of my good friends, Bladen, he said on his, uh, he kind of just goes live sometimes or records IGTVs and just posts them and they're, they're motivational as well. But I'm not where I want to be but I'm where God wants me to be. And so that really just, man, when he said that, I, I probably had to rewind that part about four or five <laughs> times because it, and it almost just made me feel a little ungrateful just about mm. just how we complain or how we just get mad or we get aggravated when we lose something or something just doesn't go our way or we're not simply put where we want to be. But if, right. you, if, if you really just take a step back to look at the bigger picture, which sometimes is, is very hard to do. Yeah, you're exactly where he placed you for a reason. He he put you in the situation because maybe just your destination is not ready for you right now. Maybe right. just your your what you call your destination is just not the true destination. A lot of times we need that redirection. We need some guidance, and we need uh, we just need a word. Sometimes we need a sign. Sometimes we need a symbol. But it doesn't always come in the form or in the way or at the time when we would like it to. So right, it, it, it really basically. Just, it, um, yeah. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, where it says, trust in the Lord, lean out into your own understanding, acknowledge him in all your ways, and he will set your path straight. And so to kind of piggyback on what you're saying, like you're, you're accurate, like our journeys are specific to the callings that God has placed on our lives. And, and the problem is a lot of us are grew up in the church or have bad relationships with people who call themselves believers because their lives don't necessarily reflect the God of the Bible, which is why it is important that we study the word to test ourselves approved and that we grow in relationship with God. And I think sometimes even the scripture verse where it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Well, the truth is Paul knew what it was like to have money and Paul knew what it was like to not have money, but in all and what God had called him to do and the calling that was on his life and the plan that God 
God wrote, he could do it because it was God's strength who moved through him. And sometimes we are so quick to, well, I can do, we attach, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me on anything when it's like, wait a minute, that may not be what God has called you to do. That may be something that you want to do, but have you asked God what he has called you to do? And then the second part of that is this reality that the word says that I set before you this day, life and death, blessings and curses, and you choose out of love. God gives us the ability to choose. We get to choose every decision, but we don't, as Pastor Furtick says, Stephen Furtick said, I remember this when I was at Elevation, it was like, we choose, the, we make the decisions, but we don't get to choose the consequences. Like every decision reaps something, whether good or bad whether it's life or death or blessings or curses. And I think because we don't know this and we don't have a relationship or we're not in healthy community of believers who are walking in the direction that they're supposed to, we sometimes make decisions thinking that, oh, this is what, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. Well, maybe not, but in God's sovereignty, he can redeem it where it says he works all things together for the good of those that love him and are called according to his purpose. It's this reality that, yeah, we made mistakes. No, we're not bound by those mistakes as long as we repent. Repent means to turn away from, to recognize it and turn away from the decisions that we make and, and acknowledge that some of the decisions that we make are not in the best interest of our future. God can redeem it and he can restore the time that the locust has stolen, but we have to be in a posture that we're willing to submit and surrender for the sake of the kingdom and not for the sake of popularity or getting on social media to boast. So I just wanted to throw that in there real quick. A message for sure. And, and something that I hope for people out there listening, that it's, it's, it's really just understanding. It's really just recognizing that things take time. They're not always yeah. going to come how you want it, when you want it. But if you're really, truly steadfast to something, if you are dedicated to something, you will reap the benefits. It's just yeah. not a, you can't, you can't always place a, a timetable on things. Yes, you it's can't. very important. <laughs> it's very important to have goals and to have aspirations and to hold yourself accountable. But you also have to recognize that there's just, there's just this one letter word called life. Life. Things happen. <laughs> time life will, life will throw some things at you unexpected Bruh. expected you just come on so it's just like yeah a lot of times you it, it's not always going to go your way so I, I think Janae just even in her her story just if, if, if you didn't realize that from that then I think you kind of just need to rewind a little bit and really just listen to everything that she said listen to the manifestations listen to the timetables listen to what her dream was listen to what the outcome was was listen to what the pastors told her listen to what the word was telling her and really just recognize that look look at where she got after all of that but look at what it took years, it's months, some, some days going, and the sleep was right and it's, and it's still not over. So that's the, that's, that's the, that's even the better part and the crazier part, just that look, he'll deliver for you, but he still has more for you. Come and on. Cause really like, just go, yeah. like, <laughs> success, know. like I think we sometimes look at success as like this end all be all like this final destination, but I just challenge us to look at success as the journey, the process on the way to, because yeah, there may be something in the future or this attainable goal that we want to achieve, but let we get the goal and God's like, okay, yeah, but you're halfway to the next point. Now keep going. Hey, like, wait a minute. I thought, nope. God's like, no, like this is just one step on the road of becoming who I have called you to be. And if you stop or if you take your eyes off of off of what I've called you to do by looking at what somebody else is doing or getting caught up in comparison or jealousy or envy, you miss out on the fullness of what God has. And um Tamar, it's so cool that you, you know, you said that because the the truth is overnight success is really seven to fifteen years in the making. Like 
it's not this, oh, I, let me post something on Instagram and, and get famous tomorrow. Like that's, that's really not it. Like the people you're seeing rising to these positions of decisions and influence is because they've been putting in work for the last seven to 15 years. And don't get me wrong. There are some people that one out of a thousand, a million will do the overnight thing and, and capitalize off of it. But you best believe that they have been grinding or working or making steps in a direction for a little bit of time now before you saw any fruit of just that consistency. And I think that really also goes to show the power of social media. Just that, yeah, yeah. Nobody, I mean, I, nobody's gonna broadcast their their losses, and nobody. I mean, I, well, no, I won't. Well, I mean, I guess I won't really say nobody, but they're not gonna place as much emphasis on the losses mm-hmm. as they do the wins, and they're not gonna show you all the time the story behind everything. A lot of times, we see, like you said, that success, and to us, well, hey, well, the last time you posted a picture or a video, you were here, you were doing this. So now that you post this, and you're just in, in such a better place, wow, well. What, what happened? But they're not right. going to, you're not always going to get that process, the trial, mm-hmm. the tribulations, the ups, the downs, just because that's not how it is. So yeah, that's why social media can definitely be detrimental to progress. It can be detrimental right. to a mindset just because you're thinking one thing when that's really not the case, like, like at all, like that, that the person was putting in hours for this. Yes. Yeah, so I could even say the same for my podcast. That's why I try to give the ins and outs. I try to give the, the good feedback with the bad feedback when people suggest things or whatever the case may be. But sometimes I realize that to the outside looking in, you could think that this podcast is just going absolutely well for me. No, but you don't see the late nights that I'm up editing. It. You don't see the frustration that I get sometimes when I feel like my voice is too loud or when I Come feel like on. somebody else came in too low or I stuttered too much or I didn't ask this type of question or whatever. You, you don't see all of that. So, But just recognize and know that it's there. It's a lot that goes into it. It's it's adjustments. It's it's it's, it's all of that. So the fact that and you- And these are the markers of growth. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the fact that you, with the branding, with, like you said, Naked and Exposed, the fact that you- can tie all of that in, but still give each its own entity, each its own mm, attention. So I just love that. So particularly now, just because I love the concept of naked and exposed, I love really what you what you do with that and what you continue to do with that. What really would you say was the motivation behind naked and exposed? Was, it, was this a personal thing? What really, when did Janae realize that, hey, I really want people to, and no, not literally, but I want people to really strip down, whether it be mentally, yeah. spiritually, financially, whatever, and really just build themselves like a be comfortable with being uncomfortable, be comfortable in this case with being exposed and really recognize your true identity. So where did that come from? Was this a personal thing? Was this just, did you have a friend that was going through something? You helped them and you said, Hey, this is something I could really do. What was really like the the timeline for that? So good. So I would say, and even just challenging all of us is just to pay attention to every detail of our lives because everything can be used. Like nothing is to be wasted. And if you can see the lesson in it, like there's, there's something there, there's something to teach another person how to not go through what you went through. Like I'm a firm believer that wisdom is a far better teacher than experience when I don't have to experience what wisdom has already walked through. I mean, what uh, I don't have to experience what, yeah, what wisdom has already walked through. And so for me, it's like, Okay. All right, God. So we're going like, and literally how I'm talking like this is how I be talking (laughs) to myself and to God, because it's like, when God tells you to do something, you just do it. So back when I left school, my, my like revelation moment was that the elevation season, when I moved to Charlotte to intern with the church elevation and just coming off of social media and diving into the word of God and just allowing God to reveal his truth and, and show me truth and and being around people who have a heart and a hunger to know truth and to know more of God, 
I was in this, uh, we got up one early, we got up early some days during the week and we would go together and and read our Bibles and pray and, and just spend time with the Lord as a group. And I was in Hebrews four to be exact. And got to this verse, Hebrews 4.13. It's like, oh, we will all stand before the Lord naked and exposed and whom we must give an account. And, and it just stood out to me because I'm just like, we will all stand before the Lord naked and exposed and whom we must give an account. Like, no, there was no revelation in the moment as far as this whole naked and exposed brand that is bur- has been birthed out of me or is being birthed in a sense because it's a process. Like it's still developing just like a brand, like Target didn't become Target overnight. It, it has been years and years of growing and removing and growing and removing it's it's a constant pruning process just like our lives like our lives are constant pruning processes like Jesus is the vine and we are the branches and God the gardener the father prunes where no like cuts where no fruit bears and every branch that bears is pruned and it's for the sake of us becoming more like him and so I remember you know writing all of that down and I got back home after the season ended and started to just review my notes and everything and I was like oh naked and exposed. Like we will all stand before the Lord naked and exposed whom we must give an account. Like God, you've called me to live my life out loud. You've called me to live a life of transparency and vulnerability with the hopes that people can sacrifice their scars for public display so they don't feel alone. And it wasn't until about three to four months later, I came back home. I launched, I, I did a showcase with the poems that I had and I called it naked and exposed. And I wrote a book called It Hurts to Heal. And it was in the development process of the logo that I was like, wait a minute, the abbreviations of naked and exposed is N-A-E and nay, nay is the last three letters of my first name. And I was like, yo, God, I'm not this creative. Like this, this is all you, like, this is all you. And it, it was in that moment because you, you come out the gate and you're like, I want to own a business and I want to have these, these different things. And like I said, you have to start in order to recognize what is no longer useful or where to pivot. And I always knew that naked and exposed, it can't stand without me in a sense. Like naked and exposed is a component of me. And at the time I was trying to brand so many different things and it called for another season of retracting. I'm, and I'm, I'm in a season of retracting as well where I'm not that active on social media because I want to spend time with God and, and really hear his voice. And to the world, it's like, oh, that's crazy because you have a business. Like, how are you going to keep up with your clients? Well, the truth is, God gave me these clients. Like if God can breathe on my business to bring in people, God can breathe on my business when it's time to come back onto the scene. But what's most important is making sure that I have a cup that's full to pour from because there's nothing worse than pouring from an empty cup. Like that's how people get hurt. And so, yeah, I hope that answers the question. The the brand kind of was birthed out of that season and it wasn't until me walking in it that I, I got the pieces that this is a component of me. Like I am Janae and I help people discover the power behind their voices, stories and make it look good. And how I do that is through Naked and Exposed, which looks like a podcast or, or looks like a, a showcase. No, you answered it for sure. And I just like the fact that it can come in so many diverse ways. Like you said, it's not just it's not just one thing. It's not just a talk. It's not just maybe a meeting. It's not just, it can be a showcase. It can be a podcast. It can be kind yeah. of whatever. It's unique to each situation. So I definitely do. I like that. And I'm pretty sure that it's appreciated by by all. And even just the just hearing the, and I wouldn't even call it a coincidence, but just hearing the the true manifestation, what you said, N-A-E, the ending right. of your name, just how, how <laughs> he speaks wild. to us and how we just, yeah, how we just don't even realize. And then how I didn't even, me stepping back now and me seeing that so much and 
I didn't even think about that. And I didn't even realize that nor draw the connection. But now it's just like, wow, it was destined. It, it was supposed to be like that. So for Come someone on. who for someone who does so much, like for someone who, like you said, the, when it comes to whether it be the branding, whether it just be the naked and exposed, whether it just be the ministry, the poetry, how do you, because I know we all have those times where we wake up, we're just not motivated. We wake up yeah. and we're just, we're just like, wow, today is just, I'm, I'm just having a day. I'm just in a mood, whatever. You, you got to pray about it. Sometimes you just got to walk or relieve stress. However you may do it, listen to music, whatever the case may be. With someone who is so active, with someone who is so making such a monumental impact, how do you continue to keep the focus? How do you continue to keep that drive to ensure that you're not only pushing your brand, pushing your services, but also still impacting others and making sure that the mission of everything that you want to do is still being lived out on a day-to-day basis? So good. Jesus and boundaries. And I know y'all are like, girl, you talk about Jesus a lot. I am only here and only successful because of the Lord. Like I I don't, I never, I can't take credit for none of this. Like the only reason I'm afloat, the only reason I'm sane in my mind, like the only reason because I have a, the only reason I, I can do this is because of, of God and, and spending time with him and allowing him to refill my cup and, and show me the direction. And when he says pivot, pivot and, and tomorrow you may remember this or, you know, kind of saw it, but I used to, I went by Carly Janae. Carly is my middle name. Janae is my first name. And a lot of that stemmed from, I mean, college, like high school, college, you you don't want to have this social media trail. So you kind of go by an incognito name. And then at the end of senior year, I'm like, okay, God, well, I want to do this thing. I want my social medias to glorify you, whatever that looks like. And so I was, okay, let me go by Carly Janae. And that, Janae, that would be a, a great stage name. Well, in the midst of that, I encountered God and in the sense of like, he really started to show me my identity. And so after a year and a half, almost two, to be honest, I did these last two events, 2018, 2019. I just had my last one in July of 2020. God was like, okay, I want you to go by your first name. But I'm like, God, like I built all of this stuff. Like I have a book. I have, and he's like, what is, what does that mean to me? Like, and it, it, it just reminds you like at the end of the day, my goal is to be, our goal is to be obedient to whatever the Lord is saying. And if that means giving up something for the sake of what's to come, it's better to give it up than to hold on to it because there's nothing worse than being in a dry and, and barren place when all you had to do was relinquish control for God to send the next flow, the next drink of him so that we could be full. And so it's boundaries, man. Like it's boundaries, it's understanding a balance. Like it hasn't been easy. I'm still in the process of like, it's gotten better. COVID has definitely helped with me being able to pull back and kind of seeing where maybe I'm, I'm, not saying no to some things out of feeling obligated or out of out of fear and it's like wait a minute like this is what God has called me to do and I remember at Elevation Mike Todd came to preach a sermon on Marked and one of the things that stood out to me is the last thing God told you and rest in his presence and so whenever I'm in a season or whatever whenever I'm moving I have to remember the last thing God told me and always rest in his presence and so whenever I get inquiries or business ideas or new clients or an opportunity to move into a certain direction it's like does this align with where I am is this now or is this for the future and so it was a point in time at the beginning of 2019 where I was just doing too much like I was trying to do a podcast trying to have events trying to do courses and and it's like wait a minute let me focus on my podcast and my show and everything else will will fall into place like let me not be afraid to give up something for the sake of what's coming so that I could be better and give myself more to whatever it is that God is calling me to do and so the problem was in the beginning I tried to be everything 
I tried to spread myself thin so that I could be everything. But the truth is, is you can't be everything and where you can't be, you can hire somebody to do it. Once you get there, um, you can hire somebody to fill in the gaps. And so I'm at a place where I can hire people to, to take on the things that I can no longer devote my full attention to. But I had to at least put boundaries and steps in place. Well, okay, well, if I want to teach courses, do I need to launch a course now or can I do that in the next two to three years? Like, let me focus on building my audience and being consistent with what I am I'm focused on. Like I've started blogs before, I've started blogs before, but it gets to this point where it's like, okay, I'm just trying to do too much. Like, let me focus on what I have. And when it's time to pivot more, then I pivot. So I'm at a place where I can do YouTube and I can have a podcast and and I don't currently have a full active website because it's like, well, all people need is a landing page to get from point A to point B. Like there's no need in a full website just yet until it's time to step out there in the next thing, like maybe bringing on speaking opportunities, then I'll need a website so people can book. And so it's Jesus and boundaries is making sure that you're connected to God to hear the pivot, but then also recognizing what's beneficial for now and what's for later. And always keep a journal to write things down, to capture the moments, to capture the conversation conversations between you and God. Shoot, if Jesus can, if the Lord can talk through a donkey, y'all better be paying attention to when it rains. Y'all better be paying attention to when somebody says something that's in alignment with what you like what you and the Lord are speaking, like nothing is to be wasted, but you do got to be careful because the enemy is active as well and he talks. And so making sure that everything is pure and coming from a pure and holy place is, is really how I stay afloat and knowing when to retract. Like I said, I'm, I'm in the season where I'm pulling back for a little bit, whether it be a, a month, two months, three months, y'all might not see me till December of 2021. I'm just kidding. Like it won't be that long, but I, I know when it's time to pull back and, and when to go on break and when to not just push something for the sake of, oh, I got to make money. Like, no, like God is a provider. And if you allow him to provide, he'll do it. And I think you really made a great point when it comes to just the boundaries. Just I, I think that's so important. And it even just makes me now kind of want to do some some reevaluating just to make sure that I'm one, I, one, just to make sure I have boundaries set. I understand them. And I, and I respect them. I live up to them and I, I and I abide by them just because it makes me think about how sometimes I can't I can't do it all as much as I want to, as much as I, I just want to keep going. I just want to stay right. up or I just want to push out another schedule, another interview tomorrow or stay up another hour and just finish this out or, or drop this today or just do this. You got to recognize that, it, like you said, it's, it's really just a limit. To, to something. You have to just place a limit on something. You have to just recognize mm-hmm. that, look, it may, for you, it, it may really be what you want to be. It may really be what you want to do, excuse me, but it's it, there's time in and everything. And I think that that's something that I'm learning and it's really just contributing to my growth, something that you touched so on good. earlier. But it's sure. definitely noticeable. Like the most impo- the most valuable currency that we have is time. As long as you have time, like that's it. That's all that matters. Like money is just a tool. Like money is just a resource. Like like it, it's, it's just a way to advance the kingdom. But if something were to happen tomorrow and we couldn't use money, you best to be, best and believe you better talk to the Lord on innovative strategies on how to stay afloat and advance his kingdom. And so I'm um, just with you tomorrow and, and what you're doing. Some advice that I would even give you as you're building your brand or launching your brand is to brand off of you. Like you are the brand and you offer conversations and dialogue around businesses and with entrepreneurs and people who are in the game. Don't necessarily try to make a B2B, uh, your business to business podcast, a like its own thing for right now. Allow that to be something that you offer because 
two months from now, two, three years from now, you may, wait a minute, I actually like to get more in depth around this specific topic. And instead of trying to do a whole rebrand and and change up everything and, and buy a whole new domain because you tried to build off of an idea you are the idea and you can fade out business to business and bring on something else because it's housed under you instead of a a concept. Just wanted to throw that out there on on just where we're headed and and how people should be thinking. Like if we are, are coming into this era where we are personal brands and we are thought leaders, don't try to make a business off of baking if you don't really like baking and you're just exploring it. Position yourself as, as a master chef and a master cook who offers baking because in two to three years, you may not want to bake anymore you might want to you know do pasta but if people know you as as the master and whatever you do with cooking it won't be so hard to bring on pasta and fade out baking thank you (laughs) it's simply put I, i really just appreciate that something that i really pride myself on and really in just posting my content and just pushing myself every day with and just just a minor correction. It's it's not a big deal. It's down to business. But oh my gosh, I don't know why it, I said business to business, me, y'all. It's, forgive it's me. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Because it was originally my idea. I really wanted to call it back to business. But yeah, that's just a that's a story down for another day. But no, Lord help me. Down to good. business. <laughs> it's all good. But no, just in that's something that I really need and something that I ask for and something that I really pride myself on. I love feedback. I love constructive criticism. I love all of that because it just it's something that I'm big on, one of my favorite just concepts, one of my favorite words, honestly, is perspective. And something that perspective has taught me so much, so much about myself, so much about others, so much about family, so much about just business, just just life in general, just about how you don't know it all. You don't have it all figured out. You don't, you never will. And even when you feel like you do, like I said, that one word, life, it, it comes right back around to you. So I definitely do appreciate that just because it's something that's needed. It's something that sometimes if we really just pay attention and take a step back, yeah. Wow. I never thought about that. Wow. She she listens to this. She doesn't listen to that. She listens to that. Got that type of. So I need all of that. And so when I tell everybody out there, my listeners, my supporters and everything that I love and I appreciate the feedback, I mean, it. even if it's something that you it may not be positive. OK, well, if, if I was to get offended by that, then that means that I'm not really trying to get better. I'm not really taking it serious. I can't be mad at you for your opinion. Can't, right. Everybody's entitled to one right, wrong or indifferent. So I need to I need that. Y'all, I, I do this for y'all. I could get on here and talk for four hours and just go. That's that's easy for me. That's what I went to school for. That's just my yeah. nature. That's what I love to do. But if I know that, hey, I have a listener out there who really loves this or who looking forward to this or want me to try this out. OK, I even got two suggestions with and I'm going to implement one of them for sure. And I can't I'm not going to give it to you all right now. You're just going to have to see it. But it was just like, wow, had I not just asked that girl for some feedback, had I not had she not swiped up and replied to the episode, had we not had that conversation. I would have never, and I can honestly say I would have never thought to do that. So I'm excited to push that in and, and everything like that. But no, Janae, truly, thank you. Thank you for the feedback. Thank you for, for taking the time out. Thank you for just, you You spoke some 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 words today. And it's to the point where I didn't even have to ask all the questions that I was just thinking of as you were talking, because I think of a question and then you just answer <laughs> and you it. give it and you, and you just went with it. And I, I really just love that. And like I kind of spoke about it at the beginning of the interview, I, I told everybody, you're going to get some value out of this. You're going to have to rewind. You're going to have to write some stuff down. You're going to have to even, it's going to make you challenge yourself a little bit after this interview. And if it doesn't, I think you need to go back to zero, zero, zero and and hit play again. So for sure. Go ahead, go back to (laughs) zero, zero, zero and hit play again. Absolutely. I was looking at one of your pictures too. And it says, even if you don't see your worth, God does. So when you, yeah, I love that, that, that stuck out to me a lot. So now how do you, 
what message do you communicate to people who don't see their worth, whether it be when it comes to them personally, when it comes to them, what if they don't see the worth of their business? What if they, what if things just aren't taking off? What if they're just getting frustrated? They're not making as many sales as they've expected. Or what if they've come to be naked and exposed and they still can't really see their worth? They can't, still can't really see why they're here. What is something that you kind of, or maybe not even just one thing, but what, what do you communicate to that person? What do you, as Janae, what do you do to really understand and well, one, understand people, understand why that they're not seeing their worth. But then from there, what do you do to combat that idea to let everybody know that, look, it's not always about you. God has you at the end of the day. Yeah, so good. Great question. And thank you for paying attention to my words. Let's me know that I'm doing something right for the Lord. And so, all right. So this is a very heavy question and I'm going to try to break it down. And you guys, if you don't, if you want more, please feel free to hit me up. I do respond. I guess I'll, I'll respond whenever I get back on Instagram. Okay. Okay. Let me stay focused. So first of all, the word says in 2 Corinthians 10, 5, to take every thought captive that presents itself high and lofty above the Lord. Well, in order to take thoughts captive that present itself high and lofty above the Lord, that means you have to know who God is. Like you have to know his nature. You have to know his characteristics. Like you have to know his attributes. Like you, you have to know who he is, that he's steadfast, that he's patient, that he's long suffering, like that he's kind, that he's loving. Like you have to know who God is as a father, first and foremost. And God is not our natural fathers. God is not the, you know, the He's not our natural father. Let me just leave it at that. Like our natural fathers could only be what they could be. And if they didn't know Jesus, then there there wasn't much for them to become because they never experienced true freedom and joy that is found in having a relationship with Christ. And so we know the father, we know God to be the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit. And so how I, how it's been taught to me is you have God, the father and father gives protection. A father gives identity. A father gives provision. And then you have Jesus and he's symbolizes companionship, brotherhood, sisters, sistership, sisterhood, friendship. Like, and I'm not saying Jesus is a girl. That's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is like, like how sisterhood, like the companionship, the, the brotherly love, the affection is, is, is what Jesus represents like that friend. And then you have the Holy spirit, which represents like a comforter, a nurture and a teacher. It's the spirit who does the will and the work within us that we partner with to, to see the transformative work done within us. And so then you have Philippians 4, 8, which basically is a breakdown of think about what's just, think about what's pure, think about what's lovely, think about what's kind. And it's taking the, it's thinking about what you think about. My pastor teaches on this because she's a, she's a doctorate in psychology, which is really cool to have a pastor that has a doctorate in psychology and can kind of teach the things of the kingdom and, and break it down with science. And it's just this reality that we have to think about everything that we think about and understand that there are some thoughts that were were put there from birth that we were born into, whether that be fear, whether that be doubt, whether that be insecurity, if we didn't have our parent around or, you know, something happened to our parents, that creates a, a, a level of abandonment. You can feel rejected when people don't really accept you or you feel like you don't fit in. Well, the truth is we don't fit in because we're called to stand out in the aspects of God has set us apart. And so it's diving into the hurt. And so the first step is kind of just who are you? Like, who do you say that you are? And then it's, well, who does God say that you are? Now let's do the work. Let's, why do you get triggered? Why are you angry? Why do you get frustrated with this? Why does this make you retract? Why does this make you uh, rush the process? Why do you want to be perfect? Why do you want to be seen? Why do you want to always be heard? Like it's doing the hard work and it's hard, but it's worth who we are becoming. It hurts. It sucks, but healing does come. It hurts to heal, but healing does 
come. And it's this re- realization, which is so cool. God is so cool because that, that's really what my showcases have been. The first year was your identity birthed out of brokenness speaks to the testimony God is writing to set you free. And then the second showcase is when you find yourself back at the bottom of the mountain, don't be afraid to climb up again. And so at the end of the second showcase, I combine the two where it's your identity birthed out of brokenness speaks to the testimony God is writing to set you free. Therefore, when you find yourself back at the bottom of the mountain, don't be afraid to climb up it again. This time, taking everything you've learned in the last season to venture farther than no eyes have seen or ears have heard who you will become. And the only reason you will have to look back is to see how far you've come. Keep going. Whatever you do, just keep going. And it's this reality that it's in the brokenness, it's in the surrender, it's in the junk, it's in the hurt, it's in the pain that as soon as we surrender and recognize that we hurt, that we feel some type of way, that this person triggers us, that I'm not walking in the fruits of the spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, gentleness, self-control. These are all characteristics of God that we are supposed to exhibit. And if we don't have self-control, that means somebody else, that means we've given power to somebody else to control us. When you, when we get angry and frustrated and mad and jealous, it means we've given somebody else the power to control us. But as soon as we allow ourselves to recognize what hurts us, allow ourselves to see what wasn't like for example growing up in a home a divorced home where my mom I lived with my mom majority of the time and my dad is definitely around there was an area of abandonment there was area of rejection where I saw my mom being where my mom was being loving to me it was critical but I had to go through the hard work I had to allow God to show me his perspective so that I could see through my lens and where I saw my mom is critical she really is just loving and concerning and wants the best for me period and it's like once you recognize that and acknowledge that we're human and we're gonna make mistakes in the sense of what I thought I was God, I thought we was dealing with this anger and then this person goes and says something and it triggers it well corrective experiences are important this is why Community is is important, healthy community, because it's in the corrective experiences. It's in the willingness to be vulnerable. And the root word of vulnerability is to wound. Like we got to stop putting up walls. We have to stop trying to protect ourselves for the sake of, oh, I don't want to be hurt. Hurt is is okay because it, it means you're alive. It means you're human. And it means there's an area that God wants to work on. And if it, it if it's triggered, that means it's an area that God wants to work on. He reveals it to heal it, period. And um, just a little quick story. I know it's a lot, but I really want you guys to get it. Like there's so much freedom in Jesus, period. There's no bondage, but we have to be willing to suffer, to go through the purification process, to be more refined as gold. We have to be willing to deal with the junk, to deal with the stuff that's gross, the attitudes, the all of it, the thoughts we think about. We have to be willing to recognize where does it come from and put it in its place. And I remember I was in London for the first time and I was with my community and somebody said something to me and it triggered a response that I haven't responded like in years. But it had to happen so that I could see that this is an area that God still needs to deal with. I retracted. I drew back. I had an attitude. I said, forget it. Because in the moment, it made me feel like a child and it made me feel like a burden. And I didn't want to feel like a burden. I'm sorry. Y'all got it. I'll just follow your lead. And I remember um, there's a lady. Her name is mom. I call her Mama Chandra. And she was like, offense is a choice. And so is embarrassment. I was like, yep. And I choose to be offended. And then I had to wait a minute. Okay, let me let me step away for two seconds, two minutes. Let me regroup. Let me come back and communicate what's going on and let's move past it. But in her saying embarrassment is a choice and so is offense, 
baby, that freed me. Okay. And so I know that, you know, Tamar asked a, a really simple question and I gave you just this, this answer, but the truth is if you're not showing up, if you're retracting, if you're competing, if you're trying to be seen, if you're trying to be heard, that is not your authentic self. At the start of your authentic self is where you will see the freedom to become who you're supposed to be. And it won't be hard in the aspects of striving. It'll be hard in the sense of, oh, there's going to be some emotional junk. There's going to be some surprise things that you have to work through. But guess what? God is with us. His strength is made perfect in our weakness. And if we depend on him and lean on him and going back to Hebrews 4, Hebrews 4 talks about rest, rest, rest. That What was wrong with the children of Israel? They weren't resting in the knowledge of who God was revealing them to be. But at the same time, you couldn't blame them. All they knew, all they had language for was bondage. And now you have this God who just loves them and doesn't want nothing from them. They don't understand. Like, what is it? What do you mean? You don't want nothing from me. Like you have nothing but, but good for me. Like, what does that mean? And it's like, we have an example of the children of Israel who only knew God for what he could do. And then you have an example of Moses who knew God for who he was. And we have to get back to a place of knowing God for who he was, because when we know God for who he is, we can rest in that and operate and move out of a place of knowing God and knowing that he's in control, that him and the devil ain't equal. The devil is defeated. God already has the victory. When 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 Jesus died on the cross, he said it was finished for it is written like we know at the end we win. And so we have to live from that place of victory and be okay with with doing the work to think about what we think about, to put it in its place and to move forward. So when you get an ache and pain, don't run to Google, run to Jesus. Don't come into agreement with the negative things that are spoken. Life and death lie in the power of the tongue. Partner with the truth of who God is and watch some things break off of you and watch you walk in open into walk into doors that were meant for you to walk into because you did the work and you're able to recognize that they were open. I couldn't have even said that even if I tried to, to be honest. So I'm glad that I proposed that question to you just because I, I know that it's, it's something that it's, it's needed. It's something that is hard to accept. It's hard to come to grips with, especially when even something that we spoke about earlier, when you when you want what you want, when you want what you want, when you want, when you want what you want, how you want it, where you want it, whatever the case may be. And sometimes just having to accept that what you want may not be what you need. What you want may not be what God has for you. Come on. And for us, that's a lot of times that's hard. Sometimes we, we may have something so set in our head and so determined to do it so we might have written out a whole written out a whole game plan for it a whole master plan for it a whole blueprint for it top to bottom and god just tells us one way or another it's not gonna work (laughs) scratch it up and that that can be sometimes the most humbling the hardest thing to accept so i i do definitely thank you for that i hope that somebody whether you be just a business owner whether you be an entrepreneur whether you just be someone who is just going through the course of this thing we call life that you were able to get something out of that. I encourage you all to definitely to reach out to Janae, to follow her, to whether it be for the branding, whether it be for the poetry, whether it just be for the, the spiritual side of things. We, you're gonna, you're not going to follow her page and you're not going to come away from it with no value. So I also do encourage you all to go to Amazon.com and order her book. It's called It Hurts to Heal, Naked and Exposed. Yeah. I definitely do think that a lot of what she spoke about here today and a lot of the messages that she she pushes is, is, and she delves deeper into it in there. And that's something that I actually need to tackle myself. And really, just like I said, because this interview for me, it really hit home. It really just made me kind of 
and and when I go back to listen to it and edit it out, I know that is a lot of it is going to hit home for me, and I'm, I'm going to take some notes from it. I'm really just going to do some reevaluation, just some just to be more understanding, just to whether yeah. it be setting those boundaries, whether it just be knowing my worth some more and and, and putting my faith and putting well not my faith but putting more faith, more trust, right. more understanding, more belief in the Lord and Savior. And I think that that's something that we can all just do, however you do it. So Janae, from the bottom, from the bottom, I definitely do. As I spoke about in the beginning, I love what you're doing. I love just the mindset you have, the grind, the grit, all of that. The fact that you are just so willing to be an impact to others. And the fact that you're just, it's monumental, man. It's, it's like I said, whether it just be you taking a step away sometimes and just having to regroup and get yourself together, yeah. whether it be with rebranding, whether it be poetry, whatever, I've always just admired you, admired your style, just admired just everything that you do for real, for real. So I definitely do appreciate you taking the time to come on. I definitely hope that everybody out there listening was able to get some value from this. And, and for sure, I'm for sure, for sure excited for this drop, excited for mm-hmm. what's to come and even go tune into Janae's podcast, follow the page and, and, and really just- yeah hear what she has to say, hear what she has going on. Because a lot of times, like she said, and a lot of her questions kind of went towards God and everything, but that's just how, you know, God is just that good. I don't like, like, I don't know how to, and it's not even, I could tell it's really just not even a, it's not even something that you force or anything. It's really Mm -hmm. just natural. I could just hear it over here. Just like, wow. Like that's, she's speaking from the heart, from the truth, from, from experience. So all of that is definitely needed. So for everybody out there listening, this is how I had sat down with Janae today of Creative Roots yeah. of Naked and Exposed of whatever you want to. No, right. Don't, don't put any limits. <laughs> don't put any titles on her. Like she said, she's she's a little bit of everything. And so for everybody out there who just continuously mm-hmm. tunes into the Down to Business podcast, I greatly do appreciate it. Definitely be sure to follow us. I'm on Instagram at down the number two and then business podcast. And Come I'll make on. sure I place everything uh, for Janae in the bio from the website to the book information to her pages. And, and like she said, she can really just be an outlet, just a resource, just sometimes just a listening ear. So definitely, definitely, yeah. definitely take it, take advantage of her, pick her brain, whatever the case. And if I don't know, do. I'll uh, direct you to somebody who, who does. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So for everybody out there to Janae, thank you again for tuning in. This has yeah, been another thank you, episode. Thank you. Yeah, of course. And this has been another episode of the Down to Business Podcast with Tamar Turner.